1: Hello, everybody. Welcome back to That's So Retrograde. If you're joining us for the first time, welcome, welcome, welcome. Well, you
2: finally caught on to the (laughs) greatest thing in the podcasting space. (laughs) I'm really confident today. I like it. It's great. (laughs) I'm
1: Elizabeth Kott. Hi, I'm Stephanie Simbari. We're the hosts of the show. And through the show... As you guys know, if you're if this isn't your first time joining us, we talk about healing and health and wellness in all different realms. And of course, sometimes that involves our own personal journeys. Well, a lot of times that involves our it own It always does, yeah. actually. In some capacity, yeah. we're connected to everything that we bring on this show, all of the ideas, all of the people. And, and this episode today is very special and close to my heart as I have been working with a gentleman named Cliff Matsuno for the past six months. And I really attribute the work we did together to Mm. help shift everything I was dealing with with my skin. And he works in a very multifaceted way and a very interesting and unique way that we'll get into. But I truly believe that along with the very Western practices that I use, i.e. going on steroids and really going deep with a traditional Western dermatologist, along with the work that I did with Cliff on working with my stress receptors and how I move my body and how I react in the world, how I present myself into the world, the combination of the two is what has really helped the healing to stick. And so the work he does, he doesn't even have a website He literally, when we said, how can we reach you? He started reading his
2: phone number and we're like, whoa, whoa, whoa. whoa." (laughs) We can't have that. He's
1: super under the radar. And I'm so grateful that we get the opportunity to introduce our listeners to the work he's doing because it is so special. So I just want to get right to that conversation. Let's do it. And go deep. Welcome, Cliff. Cliff Matsuno is joining us today. He is a practitioner who I started working with. Wow. Okay. So backstory. I was really at... A very low point health-wise, as I've talked about on this show, I had a really confusing skin issue that started at my eyes and sort of moved down my face. And I was in Kelsey Patel's apartment one day, and she was like, you know who you need to see? Cliff. (laughs) (laughs) The infamous. The infamous Cliff. And Cliff doesn't have a website, He doesn't have a Yelp page. There's not really any information about him on he's the. He's not even really here, <laughs> <laughs> and I, in blind faith, asked for a connection with you, and and we spoke on the phone, and it was it was a really enlightening conversation. And then I started working with you at your practice. So welcome to the show.
0: Thank you. It's been such Thank you for an, having me.
1: an amazing. Does Cliff has a last name or is he just Cliff Matsuno's oh, here? Yeah, but we can, <laughs> he's like just. Cliff, (laughs) the hardest being down from the skies. (laughs) Truly, I really believe that you were on Kelsey Patel's podcast, Magic Vibes, and she said how we refer to you as Mister Miyagi. There you go, (laughs) because you have
2: just this like air about you of just like you know. Well, he walked in and told me my face was uneven. So, right. I don't know if Mister Miyagi would say that, but I'll follow wherever (laughs) you take me because I want to be symmetrical. Thanks, Cliff. (laughs) So welcome to the show. I'm so honored to have you here today.
0: Thank you, Elizabeth. Thank you very much for having me, Stephanie.
1: So um, (laughs) I'm not mad
2: at you, by the way. I'm just a comedian.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I will say, similarly, when I walked into Cliff's office, he clocked immediately my posture, how I held my shoulders, how I walked. Mm. And what does that type of information provide?
0: When we read people, we look more than just posture. So it's not just biomechanics. We were seeing that you were in adrenal stress. Your head was forward. The shoulders are forward. The hips are rotated internally. So that's a, actually a martial arts stance. You're trying to protect your midline. Mm. So that's an adrenal posture. And it's like, what's causing this? Now we're looking at what's the root of this. Mm-hmm. And then looking at the different aspects of opening. Can you open the front and be secure and being open? Can you move in a ways that the lymphatics are flowing? And then we're looking at your, you know, the skin issue. You know, I'm a physical therapist, technically. Yeah. And then people are coming to me for eczema and skin issues. And what, did, what did that say? It's all connected. Okay.
1: A physiotherapist is kind of the overarching, but how do you describe the work you do?
0: Well, let's see. It started for me, I graduated physiotherapy school back in 1981, and I bolted to the Bay Area and to work with practitioners up there. What was different about that is... I didn't take the academic route. So I'm I minimally educated academically. I took the experiential route. So this is a big word for me. I guess the word is atelier or atelier. Atelier. atelier see? Yeah. That's too big for me. <laughs> I work at a fourth grade level. <laughs>
2: I don't think it's, that it's a big word. It's a foreign word. Okay. okay.
0: So, anyways, it's like an artisan workshop. Yeah. And those are the people I worked with. They were the original people maybe 40 years ago. They were already in business for 50 years. So they had learned from the original stills of osteopathy, a Palmer of Chirotherapies. But one of the biggest things that I've learned is this practitioner who learned from Milton Erickson, who is, I guess you would call him the father of NLP. So and what's NLP? Neurolinguistics Programming. But okay. Th- he never it was his student that created NLP, but it was this connection you have. And there's a science of rapport and healing. There's almost like a portal that goes with it. And if that's what I would like to see the big box, you know, healthcare have is that local feeling like a local watchmaker, they know your name, they make you laugh, they know 10 things about you, never forget, you know, they maybe know something about your family. That's missing in healthcare, and that's vitally important. It starts right there.
2: Well, because we're not really like treated as humans.
0: No, you, I mean now you're scrolling through numbers. Like, <laughs> who do I get to to even talk to the doctor? It's just the receptionist. You might be talking to somebody in Mumbai.
2: Mm-hmm. And also, like, it's m- so much about like diagnosing for medical prescription rather than like a healing moment.
0: Pretty much, but we throw a lot of stones at the AMA and the medical practitioners. And some of these guys are my best friends. Yeah, and I know they're under tremendous amount of pressures. So yeah, they have, they have seven minutes. Yeah, per patient, and two minutes of that is supposed to be for charting. Right. So how much can you get done in, in that amount of time? Like nothing. It's pretty hard. Yeah. But then again, you know, we have the holistic end, and now that spectrum is just really broad, and that's why I'm, you know, more as a, I consider myself a naturalist. That's. Not somebody who walks nude on the beach, <laughs> but it's, um, it's a scientist and a humanist. And when you look at things in terms of holistic, we used to call it hallowed or whole. I mean, back in the old days. Now it's called integrative and now it's functional. But right. People are now getting diplomas and certificates and saying we're a masters of this and master of that. And they haven't even seen anybody yet. It's, he, still, it's still an experiential, it's it's, a, it's a, a apprentice, journeyman, maestro type of gig still. Like learning the body and learning people's energy. From other people yeah. who've been doing this a while.
2: Because, like, you walked in here. I was like, can you help me with my job? And you said, yeah, and we'll make your face more even. And I'm like, whoa, dude, I just met you. But, like, I'm not offended, but it's interesting to me that, like, from one second of knowing someone, you can even. And then I started asking you what all that means, and you were just rattling off. Well, a, a whole cause and effect of things that I've never heard in
0: my life. Well, part of it is intuitive. I and mean, people yeah, think that, wow, this is, you know, this medical intuitive and everyone's taking celery juice and blah, blah, blah. This is mathematics too.
2: <laughs> celery juice just made me shit a lot.
0: <laughs> <laughs> me too.
2: <laughs> so I <didn't> hate it. <laughs>
0: we, we look at geometry. We look at your cheekbones, the height of them, the eyebrows, the ear height. Mm-hmm. This is between your eyes and your... The, tip of your chin. Mm-hmm. That all means something. Okay. So we know that something is overworking. And your jaw just doesn't happen like that. When you go back to a naturalist and nature, it's all cause and effect. Right. So we're looking at what is the root cause. What mm-hmm. is the root cause? And then you know typically TMJ is from resentment or anger. Unresolved.
2: I've had it since I was a child.
0: Well <laughs> no, I'm just telling you <laughs> yeah, the truth. So, and
2: so that tracks.
0: You know, and then again people, you know, if now if you're Asian wow, oh, there's no stress in my life, you know?
2: Oh, you're not allowed to talk about stress? Oh, no, they
0: don't They don't even cry at funerals. How, is, how stiff upper lip dysfunctional is that?
2: It's hard to make Asians laugh in comedy clubs, too.
0: Are they really? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's like a
2: big joke that we used to, like, do, you know, and when I would do stand-up. If the Asians weren't laughing, I would always be like, it's not because I'm not funny. Yeah. <laughs> it's cultural. <laughs> it's because your culture. It's, yeah. it's, it's
0: cultural. Yeah. You know? And that's the way I work with them, too, because when we look at nature, there's either three things. It's either trauma, toxins, or thought. Mm. So we work that in terms of perception or the way the mind, the structure of the body. Now that's my gig, or lifestyle behavior.
2: Mm-hmm. So it's, it's
0: not, it's one of the three. The beauty of it is if it's, say, perception, the way they think, and they're Asian, I'll just work all behavior. Right. Lifestyle changes. And guess what happens when their lifestyle changes? Perception changes. Uh-huh. It's bi directional. Right. So that's the magic trigger we're looking at, or we call this wellness trigger. I mean, when that happens, I can tap them on the butt with a shovel and they get better.
2: I love this because this is something that I feel like, you know, when we talk about like talk therapy and working through like resentments or anger, although like that's great, but I feel like there are some things that like get lodged in your body and, you know, talking about it isn't really going to help you get through it. At least for me in my life, I haven't experienced that.
0: Well, you know, there's something to remember that thing that we talk about is, there's a science of rapport and healing. And if you don't make that connection with that person, it's almost like this portal's not there.
2: You mean between the practitioner and the patient? Exactly. Okay.
0: And that's what they, I would really love to see the medical schools. Learn mm. that. Just to be able to touch them a little bit. Yeah. Not so much, you know, not touching them, but, you know, giving them that connection. security. Yeah, that connection. Well, this is This is a medical field. Right. But the thing is, at some point in time, it's more important who they be than what they do. Mm. That's a big one. That's yeah. a little bit further down the road.
2: Right. The identity of the person doing the work.
0: That's exactly.
2: Interesting.
0: Mm-hmm. There's a frequency that goes with that.
2: Yeah. I do think that we have lost like a lot of connection in this realm. I think that's really fascinating. Because when we meet someone that we think is like, of a healer, it's because they see us. We feel like they're wanting to understand and take us in. When you don't have a connection with the healer, you're like, I don't care if everyone else thought they were powerful. I just didn't feel it. Exactly.
1: That's what's so interesting about working with you and what made the experience so unique is there was a lot of somatic reprogramming before we even got to the physicality of, let's say, like adjustments and jaw work and, and the type of things that, that we've been working on. Talk about the importance of that reprogramming and how quickly that can happen and then Kind of brings everything else into kind of more of an ease point?
0: Good question. It happens so quickly. The thing is, with this, again, when we look at nature, we look at fluid dynamics. So it's spring, stream, river, ocean. So everything moves to the ocean in this pattern. Now, if it moves too fast or peak transitional experiences that go from a spring to the ocean, you get a flood. Mm. So if there's not enough undergrowth, the water just spills right off and goes to the ocean. And what do you get afterwards? A drought. So each stage, we want to make sure the person's comfortable. And what we come to this, if we go back to this connection we have with people, and I'm the worst person in the world to quote anything in scripture. When two people come to an agreement, you know what happens?
2: They make money. <laughs> <laughs> they probably could. I, I, I'm in the wrong business. <laughs> no, what were you going to say?
0: When two people come to an agreement, no matter whatever they ask, comes to them. Right. And, right. Right. Yeah. I'm, and I'm no expert at that, but it's almost that simple, too. So we ask them to use their imagination, which nobody uses hardly in healthcare. But then, what did Einstein and Disney say about imagination? It's more important than knowledge. Mm-hmm. And the other thing is the willingness to change old behavior and patterns. That's both in thought and movement, because I'm no psychotherapist. We go it through the somatic, through the body, the movements. And it affects their perception.
2: But when you say use your imagination, when you work with someone, what does that mean? Like okay. Imagine you aren't in pain?
0: So we close files. Okay. So sometimes what we're finding that people are getting into, especially with this stress thing, it's a loop. It's an ongoing loop. It right. could happen, now we can go really deep in this. It can happen between zero and seven, mm-hmm. how you were raised, or this is where it gets a little heavier. It's intergenerational. Mm-hmm. Because I work with plants for 10 years. I didn't practice when I first came to LA. I was... Actually, on my way to working at Pete's Coffee, because I didn't know what to do. I yeah. had just big personal changes in the Bay Area. Came down here, was going to pass through, and here we are. But what happens is, when you use imagination, everyone has the dot game. It's called the dot. Okay. Everyone gets dots in our office. So if there's a, you have yours. Yep. So we have people. I really who should are... have come
2: see you before this conversation. What a mistake,
0: <laughs> Elizabeth. There's a the dot. Oh, cute. And every time you see that dot, dot, it's a reminder that you stay in a certain state that we get you back into.
2: Uh Uh-huh. Okay.
0: So the worst, and I had just learned this, and this is beautiful, but one of the worst statements ever made by a philosopher was, I think, therefore I am, or I think, therefore I exist. Mm -hmm. Now, in Socratic method, and I work with historians, um, uh, Greek medical historians, that it's not. If you use Socratic method, it's impossible. So if I don't think, that means I don't exist, or I'm not. Right. I'm not am. Right. Right. So actually, I exist. Therefore, I think. Mm-hmm. So it's more important to exist in a certain state, and you allow the thoughts to come through. It's
1: like more of an active hmm. experience. Active.
0: You're more involved. Right. Otherwise, people. Yeah. Are otherwise, in you're this, like a passenger. Yeah. Otherwise, you're just looping and thinking of the same thing over and over again, and mm-hmm. there's no solutions. That stresses the adrenals. When the adrenals get stressed, the thyroid tries to take over. When the thyroid gets tired, now we're looking at carbs and caffeine and, you know, people's energies are dropping all over the place. Stimulants. Stimulants. So the thing is, when I came back, I was looking, because I was away from healthcare. that there's the four Bs we're taking care of. First one is brain fog. Mm -hmm. The next one is belly fat, which is high cortisol levels, Mm -hmm. burnout, the adrenal burnout from looping. Mm -hmm. And the other one is bogus thought processing.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Is that a medical term? (laughs) (laughs) My term.
0: (laughs) So bogus thought processing is the circumstance doesn't match the emotional reaction. Mm. So it could be like, hey, Elizabeth, let's, um, let's go for Mediterranean instead of Mexican. Oh, my God. How can you do this? And, you know. It's because the neurotransmitters are just so jacked at that time. They're all part of the same axis. And we're looking that at the seniors who are getting dementia. They think of it as just a little bit short-term memory loss. But we're getting it on both ends. And it's almost the same axis. The little ones, we one out of, what, 50 now have something. Like ADHD. Something. And then the adults are the seniors. They're having those issues too, mm-hmm. especially women.
2: So is this coming from... It's coming from stress and misalignment?
0: It's coming from stress, but there's also toxins too.
2: Right, because it's like with a child, like you don't get born stressed, do you? No. Unless your mom unless, was super stressed? Unless
0: the mom is stressed. Or less, we live in a chemical era, and that was my generation. Mm-hmm. You know, the baby boomers? Yeah. We bought into that. Diet and, culture. And yeah, better living through better drugs, better, mm-hmm. better chemicals. Yeah. And so that gets passed down. So when you have the second largest industry in the world is the pharmaceuticals, and the third leading cause of death is medical mistakes, I mean, (sighs) someone's light bulb should go on. Right. You think.
1: Okay, friends, we got to take a break to go for the number one lady baby tip discovery. Mm. As you know, I... Had a former fashion life.
2: Did you have never heard you talk about which that? Which
1: I worked in resale, mm-hmm. and I've been so excited to discover this website. It's called Tradesy.com, and it is an amazing platform that allows us to sell and buy incredible, authentic designer luxury goods with a ability to return if we don't like it. Yep, with an option
2: to know that it's authentic. Like Nothing on this website fell off the back of a truck. Exactly. You want Louis Vuitton. You want Gucci. You want Chanel. You want Fendi. You want Cartier. You want name more brands. Anything that's high level that you feel like is out of reach has been bought, worn, and sold by a lovely lady across this great nation and world and can be yours at just the click of a button. Tradesy is the hottest
1: online luxury fashion resale marketplace where you'll get all the fashion you crave at up to 90% retail. And what I love about it so much is it looks like you're shopping a regular beautiful
2: luxury website. And then there's like a little red line to the price, and it's like says $900, and it's like a line, and then it's like $200, and you're like, yes, I want that. I don't even know what it is, but I like a deal, so
1: I'll buy it. And again, you can shop, but it's all upselling so it's conscious
2: consuming yeah. which we love yeah like let's not let things go to waste and the other thing that i like is that there's like a range of of how much they've been used in great detail all of this really accessible information so that you know you're not going to order you know a pair of pants it's going to have like tears on the bottom unless it says like slight tears and you're like i don't care they're balenciaga they're 40 dollars. i don't give a educated sure. consumption it's great it's so wonderful
1: yeah And the thing I love is you can really give yourself a budget of a couple hundred dollars and come away with an amazing designer piece that will last you for so long. And then when you're done with it, just
2: resell it. Put it back up on Tradesy. There you go. (laughs) So head
1: over to Tradesy.com. And if you use the promo code retrograde, you're going to get $50 off your first purchase of $400 or more. So give yourself a $350 budget you're going to be able to find some amazing pieces. I got a Fendi baguette bag. I was having a Carrie breadshot moment. And I can't wait to use it. It's camel cashmere. So it's a fall winter scenario. I'm waiting on it. It was an amazing piece.
2: So it really served my soul. Head over to tradesy, dot com. Put the promo code retrograde in at checkout and you will get $50 off your first purchase of $400 or more.
1: So stress being such an overarching cause. Upon our first visit that's really what we tapped into with the skin. Can you talk about how stress then it trickles into like all aspects of our health?
0: Sure, so your case with the skin. If I'm in sympathetic, two things are gonna to happen to the skin. There's two tubules, one for heat and one for toxins. Those start shutting down and so when they close am I not releasing heat or am I not releasing toxins? That's the way we look at that.
2: Wait, I'm sorry, because we're just laymen, podcasts, not doctors. (laughs) Okay. When someone has a stress response, they're in a sympathetic nervous system, which regulates what?
0: There you go. I forgot. Sorry. Yeah, that's okay. (laughs) You're even in fight or flight. Okay. But technically, we're not in even fight anymore. We're in flight or freeze now. Mm. Okay. And that's what's happening to people.
2: So then the pathways that normally release the pressures that we take on are shutting down. Why is it like a protection mechanism? Well, it
0: becomes nowadays being sensitive or information and memory
2: mm-hmm.
0: is now a nuisance. Mm-hmm. Because if I have a stimulus or a trigger... I.e. a cell phone. Well, well, just say stress in general. Okay. Say, well, in the town where the hood I'm in, it's either relationships or finances. Right. Or, <laughs> so if, yeah. or, or both. Yeah. <laughs> so if one of those triggers fires... I'm going to get some kind of reaction right so now instead of having that reaction I'll have the tools or the infrastructure to turn that into say an emotional emotional logic or a conscious response so now it doesn't affect my adrenals I'm not in this fight-or-flight I see
2: but you have to get people's bodies out of that loop before they're able to get to the point to bring it
0: to awareness yes okay it's like having you know sensors on your house you see someone breaking into your side of the house, and it's like, I don't want to see this. Where's the zoloff
2: I see.
0: You, you see what I mean? But right. if I have the tools, I know what to do. I know to call 911. You're like, just steal everything,
2: but don't touch my body. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'll
0: you know, barricade myself. I might right. have something to protect myself. I have, you know, I have a plan mm-hmm. for that. Right. And so that's what we're looking at, is that we create these tools, and that's what the dots are for.
2: Okay. Yeah,
1: talk about the dots.
0: So the dots. So
1: there's these little orange sticker dots that were the prescription, Uh huh. one of the many things we worked on.
0: Exactly. And that's to keep the person in the state. Maybe we'll close an old file. There's an old loop or file that's open that the person is still be- below the level of awareness. It keeps running and running. It's like having a big app drain your 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 heart your um your memory system. It's
2: like Candy Crush. There you go. <laughs>
0: exactly.
2: <laughs> Kills that
1: battery. It's up life. a
0: lot of nope,
2: memory. That, yeah,
0: that's right. So if that keeps running and running in the background, if you can close that, and if you can find the main file, all the sub files close. So somebody who maybe can't hit a baseball. Right. That I'm worried about my pregnant wife. You know, nowadays, FOPO, fear of other people's opinion on Oh, FOPO. Media. Yeah. We, got to, we, we have to deal with FOPO now in medicine. Wow. Wow. That's insane. Yeah. Getting traded, blah, blah, blah. Right. And now this person's not even happy being in the, in a uniform. Right. So it's like, can we close that loop? You know, it started, you know, because I was always bigger than the other kids and I had to be an all-star. Then I had to be able to be an all-American. Now I have to be an all-star again. And you know
1: You're talking about with in
0: sports. In sports. So I mean you can do it for sports or you can do it with someone who is, you know, a merger and acquisition attorney. You know, I'm not taking this the ultimate as a martial artist would be Gene Kelly. I'm singing and dancing in the rain. Yeah. Or David Bowie. Yeah. You know? I love that. Put on your red shoes and dance the blues.
2: So it's like in the face of a challenge, you're still In a happier state of being. Exactly. Right. You're not living because you can't control the exterior. It's Uh, not never going to rain. That's right. It's not never going to be hard, but it depends on how you respond to those challenges.
0: Exactly. That's
2: like the warrior.
0: So it's a warrior, but it's it's yes and, and no, because we're moving away from warriors. And the women that we get now in their late 40s and up till 65, 70- they're the ones that took the brunt of this. They're the ones that were yeah. the first-generation CEOs, board. You know, we're now more of a technological workforce. It doesn't have to be brawn. But the thing is, they didn't transform the system yet. So they're still working in a male capacity, pushing. Right. And they don't have the hardware for that. So right. if they can ink out one kid because they're having so many you know, issues with that, or now they're having memory loss... That was a big problem. But you know, the solution to a lot of this, and this is sounds crazy, but it's gonna come from game-changing second generation women who are gonna start transforming businesses. Like us. Like healthcare, like you guys.
2: (laughs) But what are we supposed to look like? I think that everyone now is gonna wanna see you. I mean, I'm sitting in this room with you right now and I'm like, can you just stop talking and come over and like pull my head off my body and fix this problem? (laughs) But you know. It, talking about stress responses, I'm curious as to, you know, is there an overarching sort of prescriptive starting point for someone who's listening to this who maybe like lives in not LA, who isn't able to come see you and have you assess them? Like, but if someone's just able to identify, like, I know that I'm in a stress loop, mm-hmm. I feel shitty, I have all these markers, like you're saying, of exhaustion, or I got my blood done and my thyroid is tired, you know, all the things you're discussing. What are some ways that we can, as people, autonomous tools. beings?
0: Yeah, tools. Sure. So, you know, yoga is such a big movement now. Right. I mean, everyone knows what yoga is. Yeah. And just by doing that, people think of it as, you know, it's just yoga on Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. And then the other days is, you know, spinning or what have you. But it's still good. But, you know, that's not to say what the true yoga is or martial arts is that you're actually bending the body, you know, you guys won't remember this, but there were old rabbit ears mm-hmm. for TV. Sure, sure. We remember. Yeah. So when you bend the rabbit ears in a certain way, you start downloading information.
2: Right. I know. I definitely actually had this realization on, cause I only go to yoga like once a week, proper yoga, uh-huh. not like hot yoga, like real <laughs> yoga. And I had this exact thing where I was like, it really, it opens the doors to all the answers that I'm looking for.
0: Exactly. And then see, that's a somatic way of going about it. Yeah. So you're changing the way you're doing things. Yeah. But part of it, you know, for people who are in this loop, it's kind of hard to get out of it unless you can find a practitioner. You know, there's different practitioners that, you know, have talk type therapy Mm -hmm. or, you know, just the simple things of breathing Mm -hmm. and using imagination, just quieting yourself to get... Yourself, what we call amygdala response is kind of the, the fire alarm. Mm-hmm. If you breathe in a certain pattern, you're in amygdala response. Okay. You slow down your breathing, you go out of it. Mm-hmm. Now we're going into the prefrontal cortex. And things can start clearing up just by that, just by breathing. Like just the holotropic focusing. breath work? Wow, that's a big word for me.
2: <laughs> it's like the one that's... <sighs> you start kind of like tripping out.
0: You can, or it could be simply as... Turning the water on and watching it drip, you know, definitely have a plant underneath it. Right. For five or ten minutes. And can you just stay focused on that for five mm. or ten minutes? Can or you... shen gazing. Shen gazing?
2: Yeah. That's what my acupuncturist told me to do.
0: Okay. I'm not Did even you sure know what shen. Carolyn?
2: Is. Oh, you do? It, Carolyn. Baron. Of course, yeah. But she's she a kind of mine. Because I'm a fire element, I need to be shen gazing, which is like turning the lights down, lighting a candle. And, like, just staring at that for, like, 20 minutes.
0: There you go. She's
2: like, that'll chill you the fuck out.
0: (laughs) That's that's great. So
1: really just slowing down. If our natural tendency is to distract, to stress, to tighten up Mm -hmm. energetically and physically, then just to maybe
2: do the opposite.
0: To do the opposite, but then... You know, what? one thing that they can do is we give people a compass also. Yeah. A compass? A compass. A little compass. Yeah.
2: Cool. Um,
0: yeah. So it's always going north. Right. So even though you're off direction, you're going back north. Mm-hmm. And if you can look oh, at... Oh, that makes me want to cry. <laughs> well, we give it to the little ones. I learned... I, in one office we work with... My business is called Physiotherapy Complex. Okay. The cases I get are a little bit more complex than the normal you know, PT type of stuff, but Mm -hmm. we try to make it uncomplex or uncomplicated, but the little ones, they get that. And so, you know, their goal is to be out of the chair and chase their brother, Jack. Right. You know, and so every time they see that, it's like, I can see myself getting there. That's the use of imagination now. So this is where we're going with imagination nowadays. And this is where technology is actually a benefit, is that the body and the mind doesn't know the difference between what's imaginary, what's real which symbolic, which are the dots, or which now virtual,
2: mm-hmm. mm. you'll
0: have that experience. Right. And now your body is experiencing that. And So as we tap into that, it can get pretty cool down the road.
1: So healing mm. can really come from leaning into the imaginary envisioning.
0: Envisioning is different than imagination. So a blind person at birth can't visualize, but they can't imagine. Okay. It's a, it's a little different play.
2: Interesting.
0: You, see, you see what I mean? It's a yeah. little different. I don't really do your typical hypnotherapy, even though I am a hypnotherapist. The Milton Erickson approach was, you just talk. We use a lot of stories, analogies, and metaphors. And we kind of create the beginning and the end and we let them fill in the middle. And you just you just start seeing it. You start seeing the gears moving mm-hmm. when that happens. You know, I just remember this one case where this grandmother just lost her daughter and granddaughter in a train accident. Jesus. Yeah, it was horrible. And all of a sudden he's talking the person I'm learning from is talking to her and then just says, How's the weather? And it's like, where is that? Where are you going with this? And she goes, Oh man, it's been really bad. And, you know, the storms, you know, have been blowing for the last, you know, 24 hours and what have you. And then he agreed. And this guy's blind. He's a blind practitioner. His name is Don Schwartz. He was the most amazing person in the Bay Area. Where he was going with this, he just kind of mentioned, yeah, it's the storm's pretty bad. But you know what? That tree in the front it has been here for 40 years. It has really deep roots. It should make it through it. And that was it. He did his little thing with this person on a physical basis. And she went floating out.
2: So is she the tree?
0: She it rep the tree represented the situation she was in. I see <clears throat> that okay. she has deep roots with right. her family, right? And that she'll get through with this, right? But it's almost something that subtle,
2: right? Like it's it, not like she was maybe aware of,
0: yeah, that. it doesn't have to be this is the most horrible thing. Oh my gosh, I mean, yeah, it is bad, but yet can you shift the energy to it? Can you shift the perception just because you a bit? can't
2: change the event? You
0: can't change it the event. happened. There you go,
2: you're still here.
0: There you go. What are you going to do? Absolutely, right. I mean, for the other clients we have, we want them to at least laugh at what their situation at least twice.
2: All right, let's take a time out from this wonderful episode to give love to a partner that we have been (laughs) celebrating before they were a
1: partner. Oh my gosh. It's Wonder Beauty, y'all. It was a real manifestation of our desires partnering with this brand because I love them so much. So much. They are. How much? So much. So I'm ju- <laughs> I have my makeup bag out right now. Do you see how much of this maroon and gold packaging there is within it? I do. It is Wander Beauty centric in here. And for good reason, because their products are incredible. I always love to bring makeup with me everywhere I go. Yeah. And they're dual purpose. So you can bring, for instance, the concealer stick that I love. In my bag right now. It has... A concealer on one end and like a more of like a liquid other concealer. On the other hand, Steph is also showing her rose face oil. Glow Ahead, it's called. It's incredibly portable. Most oils you can't throw in your bag, but this is in a tube with it's impossible for that to
2: leak. I put it everywhere. I take it everywhere with me because I feel like my skin gets so dry in this damn desert that we live in. The Flash Focus Hydrating Foundation Stick is
1: so good Ooh. it goes on so beautifully i'm the biggest fan and i use either their foundation stick brush which is next level or they have a great
2: little blender sponge Ugh. i don't need anything else i don't put makeup on before I leave the house because i never have any time and i put a little bit of the stick on my eyelids as like just to lighten it just up. to lighten it so because i have like redness from just being tired all the time and just brightens your eyes to put a tiny bit of concealer on your eyelids why then, did I not know this? And before? there's we can break down our home makeup bag. Show yeah.
1: everything we love from them. But if you head over to Wander Beauty, that's w a n d e r beauty dot com slash retrograde, you're gonna get twenty percent off your first order. Oh my on the god! Site. Go to town. If you have any questions, just DM us. We are fully versed in the Wander Beauty universe, yes. and we can't say enough great things. So. Thank you so much for being our partner, Wander. We love you forever. We love you so
2: much. Wanderbeauty.com slash retrograde. Hi. Back to the show. What do you feel about the uprising of autoimmune diseases? Is that stress-related or toxicity? Toxicity. Yeah, you know, like because I feel everyone, including myself, I know it has one.
0: Well, I mean, it's hard to think of that your body's going to attack itself. Right. I mean, Even that's not Even just the not name hard. is
2: sad. I mean,
0: yeah, it just sounds weird. But then again, you know, they say, oh, you got autoimmune because a flea or tick bit you. Right. And I have very little, little experience. We do see some people with these things. On the other hand, we look at the lymphatic system as one of the main or the main thing that keeps things going. Mm-hmm. And that just gets all the toxins out. Of yeah. You. So you can have a mansion or a temple if no one's taking out the garbage, you got to dump. Right, and can that little thing just take the person over the edge
2: if their lymphatic system hasn't been draining?
0: Yeah, if they've been building all this up, and then now something's off the cuff happens, and that's now your tipping point. Right, and now now I have all this. Now they're looking at, oh, it's a thyroid, it's Epstein Barr, it's this or that. And you have you're predisposed to all this. You, yeah, I, I agree to. Some extent, you know. Then it's like the new big word, and it's funny because I see celebrities to investment bankers who are coming into this holistic business. They're using the word epigenetics. Yeah. There you. Go. Oh, you. Yeah. You know what the epigenetics is? Well,
2: yeah. We're that so retrograde. Okay. Wow. <laughs> we well, covered closed. it all. Universe. Wow. I'm
0: impressed. <laughs> <laughs> it's like okay, see it, say it, use it in a sentence. <laughs> like third grade. So, what are your what are your thoughts
1: on on this word? Yeah.
0: Well. You know, it's changing the genetics through your thought and environment, yeah. basically. Yeah. But if you really want to know who does epigenetics better than anyone, it's these little Chinese ladies in the park doing Tai Chi, okay? Light affects epigenetics. We use lasers, cold uh-huh. lasers. Music, you know, they have these this little funky tune playing in the background. Music changes epigenetics. Okay. You know, so if we work with a Parkinson's person, we play music back in, in their high school days or if they love like waltzes or you know, cha-chas or whatever. Okay. And music explains because we're now looking at banking the different pathways off the auditory system and rerouting things. Okay. Where there might be an infarction or so.
2: And you're seeing results from this. A
0: little bit, yeah. So, and that and the movement pattern, you know, they're refining a movement pattern, their little Tai Chi classes and stuff in the morning. And one of the most important, they're using imagination. Mm -hmm. Okay, you're a tiger coming down from the mountain in the morning. So now there's a purpose. Mm-hmm. I'm in a certain state. Mm-hmm. So now you're utilizing all these things and to change epigenetics. But they've been doing it for years. Now people are using it in a technological way. Lasers, sound, sound baths, vibration patterns. And,
1: are you in support of these different practices? Oh,
0: absolutely. You know, the thing is, is that if they go back to the origin of this, they'll find that some of these other practices we're doing just as good. Some of these little people teaching Tai Chi in the morning are helping their Parkinson's you know, relatives and people in their neighborhood just as much as you know what we're looking at doing. But we're all basing it off of old applied medical traditions. Mm-hmm. Right.
2: And Gene Kelly dancing in the rain.
0: There you go. Especially Gene Kelly. <laughs> so you're,
2: It's so funny. I was just before this conversation like three days ago watching Gene Kelly videos because I was just like, those legs. There you go. They he were amazing?
0: amazing. He's amazing. I don't know
2: why I got there. This is just so <laughs> weird connection. But he was also thinking just about like how kind of the way that he was seen in culture. This is totally off topic, but he was like seen in culture as this like ultimate like man in a way. Mm-hmm. And he wasn't the like representation of like masculinity. That's why it was so like revolutionary for that time. Because well, he was, like, dancing.
0: There you go. Well, then, you know, that's what we're looking at, too, with I like to think the power of women is going to transform business.
2: I like to think that, too.
0: Because, you know, basically men created this mess. Mm-hmm, right. But now the first generation went into this business still within that framework. that mm. still has that infrastructure. But being masculine or feminine... Has nothing to do about being male or female. No. Right. So you get that. Yeah. Yeah.
2: I'm like, no. <laughs> you're like, okay, you're in your mountain. Calm down. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, yeah, for for real.
0: Yeah, I mean, the most one of the most powerful martial arts is called Wing Chun. And it's hmm. a little something I studied a little bit. It was designed by a, a female monk.
2: Wow. I love her. Yeah. You've been speaking of martial arts a lot. Uh-huh. This is like foundational for you.
0: Well, again, it's part of being a naturalist. Okay. It's just part of it. So like flower arranging, I did flower arranging. If you look in the old days, the old royal families, even the warlords, they did calligraphy. They did flower arranging. Mm -hmm. They didn't have the internet (laughs) or something with their time. (laughs) (laughs) That's true. But it's about balance. It's about See, the thing is, too, it's about balance, beauty, and symmetry.
2: Mm.
0: That's a big play. And I actually have to start explaining that to some of the older female executives. Because right. they start walking like men.
2: Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: You know, I'm, well, I can't walk into the board meeting like this, but it's like, you know, if I had two poles on a broad base, you're going side to side, you know, and that's actually giving you this motion that's going to loosen up your low back.
2: Right. Yeah. So oh, you mean, the way that women, like naturally walk as naturally opposed walk. to, but it's because we've been deconditioned out of our femininity because we've been objectified for that. So we have to be in
0: protection. So now they go back. Yeah. They're right. into that protection mode. Yeah. And they're, and not the even, masculine they're not even, they're not even mechanics. walking. You can, you can see the strain of them trying to walk. That's not to say you have to have this full runway walk. Or right. Sachet or whatever <laughs> you <they> call it. <laughs> I <laughs> will straight into that border. Yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: But there's a natural motion to this. And, nature is always looking for beauty yeah so if you just look at an orange per se the color the texture the size it has more sugar than it knows what to do with for the seeds mm-hmm. it made it for a purpose it's right. electromagnetic now this beauty mm-hmm. so an animal will take it and create a better variation by taking it far away so it's always looking for the next stronger variation the next generation to be stronger okay and it's through beauty also so right. beauty's part of it too and, you know, again, in the hood that I'm in, balancing someone's face. I mean, you live in you Beverly balance.
2: Hills, right? Are you it's practice? in Beverly Hills. Yeah.
0: So someone before their photo shoot or for an audition, they'll come in to balance their face out.
2: Yeah, I'm still thinking about how you told me that I'm not balanced. It's, mm, it's just I'm, a little off. It's fucking me up, well, Cliff, honestly. A, uh, Wouldn't you say <laughs> most people are lopsided
1: in some capacity? Lopsided? Well, Jesus, we're throwing some words around
2: here. <laughs> Fuck.
1: I'm speaking for you're myself. Like, you're very lopsided. From my own experience.
0: It's not so much we're lopsided. The asymmetries come because of different stresses we have in our right, body. Right,
2: right, yeah, no, so, I know. So if my I'm clenching
0: went. on the right, yeah, face is going to shift. But if the, the if you're clenching and these are the strongest muscles in your body, the masseters, hip flexors are going to get tight. Mm-hmm. But then if you look at the whole, whole overall, okay, the word sympathetic again, that fight or flight type mm-hmm. thing. Okay, hip flexors, rectus diaphragm is going to be tight mm-hmm. automatically. TMJ, mm-hmm. eyes. And your butt muscle, your piriformis, mm-hmm. they're all going to be tight. So if you're in fight or flight. If you're in fight or flight. I think I might live there. So if we can just close <laughs> that loop right. or get them out of that awareness or bring that awareness to that and get them to say, okay, let me focus on the dot. I'm out of it. Right. So now their movement pattern becomes different with that. I can work body mechanics all day long and they'll get nowhere. It becomes an extension of their mm. of their authentic personality through their eyes. hmm that's the main thing. Right. It has to come through the eyes. We call it vagal tony. So when someone walks into your office
2: before they even speak, you're you're already like hey, Oh, it's what's on going on. Yeah, it's going on. Spooky.
0: But that's the way I was taught. Right. right. You know, it's not something you just pick up.
2: What did
1: he say to you when you walked in? Well, he clocked my posture and my walk. It, it was, was the a while the ago. The,
0: ca- the cadence was off too.
1: Okay. Cadence of the way that, that.
0: spoke? The way, well, is the tone. And when you're not feeling well, mm-hmm. you kind of shut down. Mm-hmm. Right.
1: It was pretty bad when well, I said Well, I it was, think we were in a suffer state. I was in some deep kimchi, as yeah, you would you're, say.
0: Yeah, you call called deep kimchi, yeah. Gassy. Um, <laughs> <Yeah. laughs>
1: no, that actually was not a problem oh, at the time. I'm i I just can't really express in words how grateful I am for the events that led me into your office. I feel like it was so divinely guided. And I feel like almost a completely different person health-wise than I was six months ago when we first met. And that is profound healing.
0: And it's from the inside out.
1: That's what I really appreciated in my experiences working with you was that You encouraged me to go to a Western-focused dermatologist Mm -hmm. to get their opinion and then supported me when I was on a topical steroid and really championed that along with a lot of the more untraditional work that we were doing. And I Mm. believe that the combination of both of those is what had it really turned the corner because I think those steroids, Mm. had we not been doing the work, they would have worked and then it might not have stuck.
0: Exactly. I mean, you got the best experience. And just what you went through, of seeing both sides working together, that's perfect. Because just because something's natural, like ephedrine, doesn't mean it's good for you. It kills you if you you overuse it. And something unnatural, like getting a mesh put on an aneurysm, isn't, you know. It'll save your life. That saves your life. Right. So there's a balance between the two.
1: Yeah. (laughs) It's just (laughs) so... Thrilled to have you here. Well,
0: thank you, guys. Thank
1: you so, so much. And how can people get in touch with you?
0: Well, you <laughs> yeah. know what?
1: Can they? <laughs>
0: <laughs> can they? Are you in real? Let <laughs> <laughs> <We> talk- <laughs> uh, It's cliffpt8 at gmail. Okay. Uh, for now, I promised I was going to have a landing page. I love that you have
2: one. no email, it's the best. no website, no Instagram. Do you even have a cell phone? Is it a flip phone?
0: <laughs> huh? Yeah, no, it's not a flip
2: phone. <laughs> no, we don't need your number. Um, yeah. No, it's a testament to the quality of the work you do.
1: Yeah. That you don't need like all these like fancy tools that are used in in our modern age to get the word out about the work. You're just doing the work and people are coming. Inspiring.
0: Well, you know, the the one person that taught me, he said, instead of creating a wave, you be the wave.
2: Mm. Ride me, baby. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks so much, Cliff. Thank you. Roses and Thorns today is brought to you by
1: our friends
2: over at Native. We love their deodorant. I actually recently took mine with me to a beach day and then misplaced it and legitimately had a miniature panic attack because the other natural deodorant that was in my house was uh, not sufficing. Wow. And I was stressful. like, how will I live without my coconut vanilla? And- the
1: reason why it works is because it's formulated without aluminum, parabens, and talc and filled with ingredients that are found in nature, such as coconut oil, which is an antimicrobial, mm. shea butter. It's moisturizing and it's an emollient and tapioca starch, which absorbs wetness. And there's no animal testing and there's free shippings and returns. Also, the most important thing I have to tell you, like, I don't smell myself mm-hmm. when I wear this. Yeah. I mean, I smell a delicious scent. Yeah. But that's it. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Agree. I love it so much. There's no for me reapplying. I put it on in the morning and unless I'm like going swimming or something and there's no sense in me putting it back on because it's just going to last, which is like very impressive. I'm a big fan of the lavender
1: rose scent. Steph loves the coconut. Mm-hmm. I used yours. Yeah, we had and a moment. It smelled beachy and delicious. I liked
2: that one just as much. You did. And it worked. But we had a moment in our hotel room in Arizona where we realized that we'd been given the wrong deodorant <laughs> and then we looked at each other and we we're like, should we just... Yeah, switch let's back. just switch. <laughs>
1: but I... Why try new things right? when you know what you like? But the point is they're all great Yeah, they and are. they all work. Yeah. And that is the most... I think we just want to find something that's good for us yeah. that works for us yeah. and that's the most important thing. So nativedeodorant.com if you use the promo code TSR during checkout you'll get 20% off your first purchase they also have like a set of minis that have all of the different flavors scents flavors, sense, flavors. Yeah. no scents for sure
2: um you should check that out if you're indecisive so go to nativedeodorant.com and put in promo code TSR at checkout and you'll get 20% off now uh, let's go to roses and thorns So for Roses and Thorns today, we thought that in honor of Cliff's appearance here on the show and Elizabeth's profound experience and connection with him, we would also just shout out a few other practitioners and people that we've been working closely with in the last season. Yeah. Obviously, we've interviewed... So many people that we work closely with, that we've had profound experiences with, that have changed our lives, changed your lives. I mean, it truly, like— If they're coming on this show, we
1: have a connection to their work. Yeah. That's one of the biggest things. Like, we don't really—like, for instance, with my experience with Cliff, like, I worked with him for six months before he came on this show. Right. I could have had him on after my first 10 minutes of speaking with him because I knew he was the real deal. Right. But it's about really being able to back and come— with results yeah. and experiences with these people. So we wanted to put together like a rosy bouquet yeah. of the, some of the practitioners we're working with currently at present, and give them some love. And yeah. A
2: lot of them have already been on the show, so yeah. we recommend you check out their episodes. Okay. So my first person that I've been working with, probably as long as you've been working with Cliff for, mm-hmm. is Lisa Levitt-Gainsley, the Lymphatic Message. As a person with the non-methylating genetic marker, it's difficult for me to t- detoxify. Detoxify? That's when you eat French fries and you <laughs> just can't go to the bathroom um, <laughs> and detoxify and move things out of my system. And the lymph massage has been absolutely revolutionary for me, changing my energy. I'm just obsessed with the work that her and I do together. So thank you to Lisa. That's my number one person at the moment that has been, you know, a game changer. Yeah. So for
1: me, on a different side of things, I've been working with Nikki Novo, mm-hmm. who is came on our show to talk about their psychic the relationship, swipe. mediumship, psychic work. Yeah. I've talked a little bit about on this show how I've been having very kind of profound experiences in which like clairvoyancy... Is has been coming into play and has been kind of afraid of it. Mm-hmm. So I've been really lucky to be able to work with Nikki as a coach, and she's teaching me how to channel and. Be deliberate with these. I'm gonna call them gifts that are coming through. Like I have these gifts or gifs. Gifts. Oh, (laughs) gifts. (laughs) Okay. Like um, predictive dreams that I've been having my whole life, but have lately been more in succession and feeling really connected to people in my family as they're going through things and sort of fine tuning it Mm -hmm. so that I'm not like wowed by it or scared by it when it happens, but more I'm able to find the depth.
2: Remember when you were told you should go to shaman school? Yes. Well, now you're in it, baby. Yeah, I'm in my
1: minute, and so yeah. that's been—it's been incredible. That's so cool. You and I both work together with Carolyn Barron. Mm-hmm. She is an acupuncturist here in Los Angeles. We love her so much. Shannon Aganza, our astrologer, she just came and did a clearing in my new
2: home. Unbelievable. I mean, all of these people. I've also recently been talking with the Spiritual Owl again. mm -hmm. She did another amazing reading for me and Daganit Nur. I also was read by her recently. She's at
1: Nirvana on Instagram. And then also I want to give love to Amina Altai. She came on at the beginning of the year. She's a conscious business coach and I've been working with her on a monthly basis. And I am so impressed by her ability to combine the practical of business development work with the more holistic spiritual side of things mm. and I just feel like the combination of all of this work and being able to have kind of these non-traditional experts who can really help with traditional things like excelling in business and excelling in health yeah and I just feel so 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 grateful. To all of these wonderful people who are currently in our life, we have a massive list, obviously, of people that we've worked with, but these are just a few people who we're working with regularly now, much like Cliff, who have been just huge assets to
2: elevating... Mm our daily lives. So we're so grateful to everyone that we mentioned who's been on the show, who's helping us out, and especially to Cliff today for sharing his infinite wisdom. And I'm going to try to set him up with my mom.
1: (laughs) And a huge thank you to all of the people we just mentioned. Also, I do want to say one of our favorite people who we've gotten to meet over the years in season one of That's So Retrograde. When we were in New York was the first time she came on the show, Elisa Vitti. She's going to be joining us when we're live at Caroline's on Broadway, Woo! September 26th in New York City. Link in bio. We've got link in bio on our Instagram. If you use the code retrograde, you'll get $10 off your tickets before, they really like $25 at the door. Mm-hmm. So get your tickets early. We advise you, and we can't wait to see you there. We have tons of other surprises, as usual. Mm -hmm. Uh, What a great show, Steph. I'm so grateful to be here with you every week. We hope everybody's had a nice September. We're kicking off a new month. Until then, we'll see you next week. I'm Elizabeth Cott. I'm Stephanie Simbar, and I'm going to stay listening.
0: Yes, that's a retrograde.